Blog Talk Radio. Once again, fellas, it's 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Welcome into the Don't Teaser Me Bro podcast. We cover it all, sports gambling, hot takes, food, music, all with a Philly flavor. And yes, we'll take your calls on the hotline. Time to get the party started. Here's your host, Donnie and Jeff. Hey, 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 welcome in to another edition of the Don't Teaser Me Bro podcast. It is episode 13. It's Tuesday, January 7th, 2020. Hope you're all having a great night. It is a snowy night around these parts, uh, but hopefully we can warm you up with a show tonight. Uh, one thing that is not warmed up is my picks right now. I am cold as the weather outside, uh, but... Got to keep putting one foot forward, as they say. Uh, got a lot of college basketball to talk about tonight. Uh, we're going to go over plenty of it with uh, my good friend David DeMan uh, on Twitter, at David DeMan2. He's going to come on and talk some college hoops. If you're on Twitter, I'm sure you follow him. Uh, he does a great job of, of write-ups and, and, and putting out great college hoops information. So we're going to talk to him tonight. Uh, tomorrow night, we're going to talk to Three Man Weave. So we got a lot of college hoops coming up over the next couple of nights. This is where we put you on the right side to try to win some money as we uh, go every night. Maybe I should take some of these guests uh, info and run with because lately I can't hit anything. Uh, but, you know, it's back to the drawing board. And it's I think the main thing and one thing I'm going to bring up when we talk to our guest is, you know, I think you got to learn the hard way sometimes. And, you know, betting on road teams is, is the death of, of, of a lot of things. And, uh, you know, sometimes you're like, you know what, it's just one time and I'll be fine. But it always seems to fuck you at the end of the day. And, and that's something that you got to remember, no matter how good the spot looks like, there's other games, you know, find a home team. Uh, and that's really kind of where I'm at with, with the road team. So, um, again, though, um, as I'll keep saying, you know, sometimes when you're in a bad streak, you just got to keep going. Um, you know, eventually all good things uh, go bad and all bad things sometimes go good. So I actually do go good. So, uh, you know, we'll get back at it. It is what it is. Uh, a couple of scores. Um, we'll get into this with our guest. A uh, couple of scores from earlier though. Um, nice cover for Louisville. They bounced back 74 58 against uh, Miami. Uh, look, the key to beating Louisville is you got to make threes, and uh, Miami didn't do that tonight. Eight for thirty-one from three. Uh, that's not going to cause you any sort of. Uh, that's going to make not going to make any waves. You've got to make threes against Louisville. So uh, let's um let's go to the phone lines and, and really kind of start the show off here. Uh, if you would like to join the show, I'd love to have you. We'd love to have you. You can listen anytime. You can call anytime. Five one five six zero five. Nine three four nine. But let's go to the phone lines. Let's bring on our guest. Uh, he's one of my favorite followers, and I know um, if you follow him, you're getting great info as well. It's David the Man. David the Man. What's up, brother? You there? Hey, Jeff. It's Jeff in L.A. I don't know what happened. I think I had the wrong. I think I had the wrong phone line, guys. Uh, either way, I was. I said at ten oh three, so I was hoping uh, that was him. But uh, that that I don't know if that was the right one. I didn't hear anybody. But we'll wait for him to join us here in just a second. Uh, great game out in Marquette tonight, eighty one eighty for Providence. You know, you miss a couple free throws from Marquette, uh, and it is what it is. Uh, let's go back to the phone lines. Um, Jeff from L.A. What's up? Hey, buddy. How are you? 
I'm doing well. How about you? Good. I'm loving this Rutgers team. I, I know we talked about it last week, but I thought that was a bigger win tonight. Yeah, you know, um, this is one that I uh, I definitely considered tonight. Um, you know, it's kind of a weird travel spot for Penn State. They had played in uh, Philadelphia over the weekend, then had to go back home and then go back on the road up to Piscataway, North Jersey. It's kind of a weird road trip. Uh, yeah, I, Rutgers is terrific. I mean, they're getting really good contributions out of everybody. Ron Harper Jr. had a big game tonight. Yeah, no, they, they play great defense. They have a great home court atmosphere. Uh, you're dead on the money with Rutgers. Playing good basketball, Steve Peichel's team. You got any leans for tomorrow yet you're looking at? You know, man, I'm uh, – I have my eye on some things, but, um, you know, for me right now, it's just about trying to figure out what, what I have going on. Um, I'm kind of in a losing streak right now. So, you know, I, I've had some, you know, there's some good games. You see Hall, Xavier, you got, you know, some things, uh, you know, that that are out there. But we'll see. Um, do you have anything you're looking at? No, I just, just finished watching the games tonight. So I'm just starting to look at tomorrow. There you go, man. Well, hey, uh, happy cap. Love the show, and I'll, and I'll listen in. Yeah, we got a great college guy coming on, so make sure you check it out. Thanks, Jeff. Appreciate it, bro. You got it, bro. See ya. Uh, yeah, and he makes a great point. I mean, Rutgers w- was very good tonight. That- that's another big-time win over a ranked basketball team. And you look at Rutgers, I mean, defensively, you know, terrific. They hold Penn State to 36% shooting. Um, you know, won the rebound battle 39-31. Just a really solid, solid uh, night for uh, the Rutgers Scarlet Knights. And as I said, you know, just kind of a rough uh, travel spot. Another team that's struggling right now is the Ohio State Buckeyes. Uh, they've lost three or four all of a sudden. Uh, and offensively, they're having a lot of trouble. I mean, they don't have a lot of feasible offensive options right now, really outside of the Wessons and DJ Carton. Uh, CJ Walker's not played well. Uh, Luther Muhammad didn't do much of anything tonight. Uh, Dwayne Washington didn't contribute. Um, they're really struggling right now. They need to get healthy, and they need to get healthy quick. A nice night for Mark Turgeon's crew. And, you know, Mark Turgeon's crew, that's what they do. Uh, they uh, win in the regular season, and when the uh, tournament comes around, they'll struggle. That's kind of what they do. Um, so, yeah, um, it, it's kind of a, a fickle thing as far as, you know, taking road teams, as I said. I mean, um, and, uh, yeah, you just you just got to – you got to try to stay away. One team – one road team that did win tonight uh, is the uh, Houston uh, Cougars, who did a great job. Uh, we're really on top of things tonight. Uh, Temple made a run in the second half, but this Houston team is really good. Um, and, you know, had a nice night tonight. They fought back. Temple struggled defensively, uh, and, you know, that was kind of the end of it for them. Uh, that game goes way over the total. Um, and uh, our guests will be joining us in just a couple seconds. But, you know, for anyone out there that um, you know, doesn't buy my picks, um, I do something called the Weekly Sit-Down on my picks uh, service on my website, and it's you know, really just kind of a theory-based um, thing. Uh, I, I kind of go on and just – talk about things in the world of sports betting and in college basketball. And you know, one thing that I focused on, and we talked about it a little bit last night on the show, is how you deal with losing streaks and how you, um, you know, everything when you lose, everything seems like 
you're always, you're going to lose every game. It seems like, right. You know, you, you, you try to do everything you can, but you gotta, you gotta re rehash and look at what you've done. And, you know, I know for me, for instance, like I've, you know, over the last week, I, I've had a lot of trouble. I mean, I'm like, you know, I, I've, I've lost a couple in a row here. I mean, over really since last Monday, um, really it's, it's amazing. Cause ever since new year's Eve, I, I've just not been able to figure it out. And, you know, it, it was, you know, it's kind of weird at the end of the year, you kind of feel like, uh Oh, you know, I don't want to be, be doing good or, or whatever. And, you know, I had been at that point, I was, uh, you know, 25 and, or sorry, 26 and 13 on the season. Uh, I come into, to, to last week and, you know, I proceed to lose, you know, uh, several in a row into this week. And it's kind of irritating because it's like, you know, you put all the time into it, you spend a lot of time with it. And then that new year comes and it's like, well, fuck, um, I was supposed to have some positive things going on. But, you know, I look back at a lot of the things I did. You know, I had Illinois last week, road game. I had the Bills. That was a weird loss. Road game. Uh, Dayton on Sunday, road game. Uh, road game tonight. So, you know, it's – I think when you bet home teams, you always – at least you say to yourselves, you know what, I got the home team. I'm going to get the right calls generally, uh, and I'm just going to gonna run with it. Um, but um, – and you don't feel as bad when it loses. But – yeah, right now it's uh, it's it, it's a fickle thing. So you just got to keep your eye on the ball and uh, keep it moving. If you want to, um, if you want to call in the show, you want to join us now. Now would be a good time as we wait for our guest five one five six zero five nine three four nine five one five six zero five nine three four nine. So uh, if you're out there and you're, you're listening to the show, you want to get in. This would be a good time before our guest joins us. A couple of scores uh, currently, uh, Creighton up 33-25 on Villanova. Villanova continues to struggle uh, away from home. <laughs> That's a uh, common theme anymore. Uh, Villanova shooting just 27%. I'll tell you what, guys, Creighton is a good basketball team. I mean, Tyson Alexander, Balick, you know, Bishop, Jefferson, Mahoney, it's a good basketball team. Uh, keep your eye on that group out in Omaha. We'll, we'll keep track of that score. A uh, little bit of a, a upset special here. Another road team struggling. Iowa, they're down 38-31 at Nebraska. How about that? Low-scoring game in Lubbock, as I think most people figured, uh, just 21-18. to um, We're into the second half, so uh, that is going to be a ugly game. Going to be probably first to 45 is going to win that one. And uh, Syracuse, they're starting to catch fire against Virginia Tech. Listen, we're going to talk about this, I'm sure, with our guest in a little bit. Virginia Tech, folks, is a team you want to avoid. This is a team that really is one-dimensional. That's what they are. They're a one-dimensional basketball team. They're fifth in the country in three-point distribution. So um, as far as their points – are basically only coming from the three-point line. It's it's interesting. Uh, they don't have much of an inside game. They don't get to the foul line. So percentage of points, I mean, 43% of their points are coming from the three-point line. It's a disaster. I mean, they don't turn the ball over, which is good, but they're a disaster uh, really anywhere outside of the, the three-point line. And, and when those three-point shots aren't going in, um, you, know, you have issues. And you look at tonight, uh, five for 20 from three. Um, so you know, that's something that, uh, you got to kind of, um, you know, remember, so keep that in mind when you're, uh, 
when you're when you're looking at Virginia Tech. And tonight, you'd have to figure it was a pretty good matchup because you know they were facing a team in uh, in Syracuse who's going to lo- allow a lot of threes. So uh, yeah, they they're they're struggling here. Uh, and then another score, uh, 37-31 Georgia as we head into the second half. Uh, nice night for the Bulldogs so far. Another home team uh, performing at a high level. Ashton Higgins, who was sick coming into this game, he's three for ten from the field, so definitely struggling uh, as we speak. If you want to join the show, you can five one five six zero five nine two four nine. You know, it's funny. Um, I'm kind of stalling here because our guest was supposed to join me at ten o three and. He didn't call, and I was wondering, like, where the hell is he? Where the hell's our guest? Where the hell's our guest? I thought he'd stood me up. Uh, then I find out, I said, hey, you know, what's going on? Uh, and he says, oh, I thought it was my time. 10.05, my time. I guess he's on the West Coast. I believe he's in San Diego. So uh, we're, we're just waiting for him here uh, to call in, uh, and, and that's, I guess, kind of my fault. I, I guess I just assume everyone's on East Coast time, uh, and I don't really uh, – I don't really – Think about that, but that's uh, that's my fault. A uh, couple of coaching hires in the NFL today. Uh, the New York Giants make an odd hire. They go uh, the assistant route and hire Joe Judge, uh, who, I mean, was a much maligned uh, wide receivers coach. And I'm sure we'll talk about that coming up. But let's go to the phone lines. Um, and I thought he stood me up, but I guess he's here, and I'm excited about it. <laughs> It's David, the man who, listen, let me tell you something. If you're on Twitter, you're looking for a good college basketball guy, you know I got you covered. Go check out David, the man, two on Twitter. David, what's happening? Hey, Jeff, not too much, man. We uh, had a brief mix-up with our time zones, but uh, no harm done. Happy to be on, and, yeah, looking forward to it. I guess I just assume everyone, David, is on East Coast time, and that that's just uh, the uh, <laughs> greedy that I don't go out and look and, and whatever. But that's my fault. First, I got to ask. Um, I know here right now it's it's about thirty degrees and it's snowing. Uh, what what's the weather like out in in sunny California? Uh, right now it's it's mid fifties ish, which sadly. Uh, out here constitutes bad weather and, and people get all up in arms and throw on their jackets and act like they're freezing. Uh, and yeah, it's, it's like 55, 56 degrees. You know what, man, I would kill for that right now. Uh, but we've had some weird weather here as well. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's been, it's been thirties recently. It's supposed to be 52 on Friday. So yeah, weather's weird right now. Uh, the world is weird right now, as we know, uh, but we're talking sports here. We're not going to get negative. I, I got to ask you, uh, David. Um, I, I know you know you're pretty uh, upfront about you know your wins, your losses. I know you're going to battle right now with, with a with a guy that called you out, and you're doing that kind of thing. But, but I guess <laughs> yep. I'll ask you, you know, and, and listeners, we had a guy call last night and ask about this. I guess I'll ask you, you know, how do you deal with with losing streaks? Because everyone has them. Uh, as I've made it public, I'm in one right now. Um, how do you deal with them as as a handicapper? Gosh, I mean, a lot of it, it'll sound, you know, corny, it'll sound cliche, uh, but I mean, those things are cliches for a reason, you know, because they're true, and and the honest thing is, if you've been around, and you've been doing this year after year after year, you you know, you're going to run over some potholes, you know, you're going to get beat up a little bit here and there, and like I said, it kind of sounds corny as hell, but you just have to, 
you know, trust, trust your process, you know, to steal one from Joel Embiid, you know, you kind of got to just <laughs> do what you do, do what's been working for you over the years and trust that, you know, water is going to find its level and, and you're going to get it back on track. And, you know, sometimes that's easier said than done. You know, you get some bad beats mixed in and then you feel like, okay, not only am I capping at my normal level, but I'm also having some bad luck go against me on top of it. You know, that'll test you. But, you know, like I said, you just kind of got to tighten it up and, you know, just, just write the course. Got to keep pushing forward. As they say, you look at tonight though. I mean, Real quick before we kind of go into to the actual crux of the show. I mean, you look at home teams tonight. Georgia's winning. Syracuse is winning. Uh, Nebraska's winning. Creighton's winning. Um, you know, it, it's, it's you know, Rutgers won earlier. Maryland won earlier. Uh, East Carolina uh, won earlier as a three-and-a-half-point underdog. Uh, you know, it, it, it's – and I think one thing, and why I kind of mention this, one of the – one of the things I've looked back at some of my plays over the last week or so, and it's been road teams. And it's, I think we have to always remember, as I said, it doesn't matter how sexy the under or the road team looks, you know, sometimes you just have to kind of get to the point where you just don't bet road teams. Uh, how are you dealing with road teams? Well, well, it's interesting, especially at this point of the year, because a lot of these teams who, you know, have been playing cupcake schedules in the early going stacked with home games, maybe a few neutral site games in there. It's not uncommon if you're surfing around team to team, you know, to see teams that have played 13, 14 total games, but maybe only one or two actual true road games. You know, they'll have maybe eight home games, three or four neutrals, you know, but an actual road game where you're going into the other team's gym, you know, and playing a basketball game. And, and I think a lot of those kind of teams are starting to get exposed now. It's like, hey, you know, you, you haven't been punched in the mouth on the road you know, all year, you know, now they finally take one. And, you know, uh, that that's why at least here in the short term, as we enter conference play, that's, uh, I think a big part of the reason home teams have been cleaning up. Yeah, you're totally right. Uh, one of those teams that really hadn't had much of a road game outside of one or two games was Virginia. And, and I, look, I made the case over the last couple of days that I thought Virginia was turning a corner. You know, they got Braxton key healthy, um, you know, they're starting to, sh- you know, they're starting to shoot the ball better. Yeah, but then tonight you go and you lose to Boston College. I mean, this is a, yeah. a remarkable win for the Eagles. I, I, I spent a ton of time on this game earlier. I thought it was a great spot for Virginia to kind of continue to flex their defensive muscles. I, you know, you look at this BC roster, you know, David, not only two players on this current roster have ever faced uh, Virginia and they both were for very I think 10 minutes or less and one doesn't even play regularly so this was a, a team that had never seen Virginia but when you know it they go in and drop 60 uh, against a team that that gives up like 45 what's the issue with Virginia I mean obviously a lot of it has to do with who they lost last year but you know we've seen teams reload uh, you've had, you've you, you've seen with some of the guys in this team though I mean Casey Morsell has been horrific I mean Diakite can't seem to get uh, consistent um, what are your thoughts of Virginia? Do you think they turn a corner or are they just what they are? Uh, gosh, at this point, they, they just kind of are what they are. And, and the glaring hole or hole, you know, the glaring weakness has been offensively. The defense is actually not very far off from a lot of the metrics they've been putting sure. up in the last few years. They're still cycling people. That defense is still just about every bit as elite as it's always been. Um, you know, I don't want to oversimplify, but I mean, they just don't have enough guys who can put the ball in the basket. You know, it's really a struggle for them to score. 
and, and, and they might tease you with, you know, a five to 10 minute run here and there. But I mean, for the most part, this has been going on all season. They just really have a tough time scoring the ball and it, it's catching up to them. Yeah, you kind of, and I think that's a great word you used. I think they kind of teased, you know, at least me the last couple of nights. But I'll tell you right now, if you had the under in this game tonight, uh, that's a rough beat for you. I mean, this game's at 111 with basically four seconds left, and the game's out of hand. Uh, you get a foul with four seconds left. Uh, the game goes over with with two free throws that, that made the game really out of hand. So, yeah, just a rough beat if, if you had anything in that game. If you had Virginia, you were a dead loser, really, at halftime. I mean, it's crazy, David, that at halftime you're down four points and you're basically saying the game's over because there's no way they're going to score outscore them by 15 in the second half. It, it's really remarkable. But uh, a tough loss for them. Another team struggling right now is Texas Tech. Two similar teams, David, you know, the defensive groups – um, you know, they kind of lose a ton. Both, you know, obviously both these teams went to the national title game last year. Who do you think's more equipped? You got to agree, Texas Tech's way more equipped to make a run as opposed to Virginia. Is Virginia just, do you agree they're just kind of the fourth or fifth best team in the ACC? They maybe win a game in March and that's it. Does Texas Tech have more of a, of a, of a ceiling? Oh, yeah, yeah, N- no question. Uh, Texas Tech. You know, they have a lot of youngsters that are still rounding into form. Um, you know, some, some freshmen, some sophomores who, who are, in, you know, improving rapidly, growing, gaining experience, highly recruited players, players that are going to be better in six weeks than they are now. So, so not only is it, you know, evaluating what the Red Raiders are now, but what they're probably going to become. Whereas Virginia, I, I, again, for the most part, they kind of just are what they are right now. And, and that, you know, with that elite defense, they're still going to be in games. You know, they're still going to get plenty of wins. But they're not really a threat to do anything um, come March, I don't think. But, but Texas Tech, if some of these young kids kind of blossom the way that they're hoping, um, yeah, they, they could definitely make some noise. Down currently uh, 30 to 24 at home, about 15 minutes to go. Very low-scoring game. You got a live total in that game at, I don't know, uh, Let me see here, 106, Uh, very low. Ugly game in Lubbock tonight, kind of similar to that city. Uh, It's an ugly place. Um, Have you ever been to, like, West Texas or any of those areas? It's ugly. No. It's an ugly area. Rough rough place to go, (laughs) rough place to go. Uh, San Diego State, uh, we talk about this team a lot, and I've seemingly asked every guest, Ken Palm has them as a 6.2% chance of – finishing the regular season undefeated. Now, the other night, they get a, a nice reprieve. They don't really have Kate at full health as Utah State. I'll ask you, David, in this remaining schedule, okay, you play Nevada, you got to play Wyoming coming up. You're going to have some tough ones. Do they run the table and go into the conference you know, tournament undefeated? And the second part, do they go through that undefeated and win the Mountain West and go into the tournament undefeated? Two questions. Yeah, I, as much as I'd love to say that they do, uh, I, I don't think it'll happen. Um, I, I couldn't necessarily pinpoint, you know, the one or two games that I think they're going to trip up in the Mountain West. Uh, but that's a tricky conference. I know it's, you know, kind of under the radar. Uh, it's out in the West. It's not the Pac-12. You know, a lot of their games, people on the East Coast are asleep when they play. But there's some tricky road spots in this conference. You got a lot of games at altitude. You got to play, you know, your air forces of the world. You know, there's some tricky games. 
that on the surface don't look like they're anything, but they're just weird, tough gyms to play at. Um, and I think one, maybe even two of those road-type games will trip up SDSU. Um, that's not an indictment on them. They're still an excellent team. But, yeah, realistically, there's just, like I said, too many weird spots to play. that They're going to go down once or twice. And I think if you're Brian Dutcher, you'd almost probably welcome it. I mean, you, you know, going in yeah. undefeated is really just kind of a distraction. Uh, it's nice and all. And, you know, look, uh, they're not going to be any different a team. Jay Billis is, is nuts. Jay Billis has San Diego State 12th in his rankings. I, I don't know. I don't know what he's been watching, but yeah, 12th yeah. Is I don't know about that. Left. 12th is left. I agree. Uh, yep. yep. So you, uh, I'll tell you when they're going to lose. You're going to think I'm crazy. <laughs> I think they lose Wednesday night to Wyoming. That's a tough place to oh, go. Boy. It, no, it, it is. That's a rough it, it is. It, oh no, I, I won't disagree with you. That's a, that's a hellhole place to play, but they are so bad. I mean, they're probably a good play, you know, plus the number to hang around and make that game ugly as hell. Um, but, man, they, they really don't have a lot of talent. That that would be something. That would open my eyes if they pull off an outright win. Hey, look, here's one thing I'll say. One thing about them is they're always pretty good on the defensive side of the ball. San Diego State lost by or, – or, I'm sorry, won by two against San Jose a couple, couple weeks ago. San Diego State shot the ball horrifically. I mean, they were terrible in the game. I tell you, if, if, if Wyoming can muddy up the waters a little bit, you never know. It, again, we talked about it's a tough place to go, but we'll see. Obviously, it's grass for straws. I actually made the case. I think they do go undefeated. I think they'll lose, you know, in the in the conference tournament sometimes. But this is a pretty bad conference. UNLV's down. I mean, Fresno's down. Nevada's down. New Mexico's down. I mean, it's a pretty down. I thought if they were going to lose, it'd be the other night. Yeah, they the Mountain West has gotten lucky that uh, San Diego State is kind of carrying the flag for them, you know, and they're getting some national attention now in the top ten. And like I said, yeah, the conference better be grateful for them because outside of the Aztecs, yeah, uh, yeah, there's been a lot of underachieving. That there's no doubt about that. You, you live in San Diego, right, David? Yep. Yes, sir. Yeah, I've been out there. It's a great, uh, great city. Have you? Do you ever go to uh, Viejas? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't get out there now as much as I did, you know, back in the Kawhi days, you know, those, those were obviously, you know, my, my favorite and most fun teams to watch. Uh, but, but I'm still out there at least, you know, two to three games a year. Yeah. Oddly enough, I had a friend from high school that actually went to San Diego state and he, he fell in love and ended up moving out there, but I went out there many a times and saw, and I was actually around the same time. I, I remember we slept out for the BYU game. We slept out to get tickets and, yeah, it was. Uh, those were good times, man. Back then, you know, the twenty oh seven, twenty oh nine, that area. Yeah, um, yeah. A lot of people don't realize, you know, when that place gets going, uh, it can be pretty loud. You know, they they can turn it up great. pretty good. Yeah, that's a yeah. great place, man. It's a great, great town. Beautiful campus. You know, they they've done a, a lot. Mm-hmm. That's a great place to live, man. If if you're into that sort of thing. Um, Absolutely. Dave, big. Big Ten, uh, Michigan State starting to seemingly figure it out a little bit. Um, they've been terrific. They've they've won their two road games. Really nice start to the season. Maryland, nice win tonight against Ohio State. Wisconsin gets Micah Potter eligible. They're playing at a high level. Uh, even Illinois is hanging around. They got to find some ways to win on the road. But there's just so much. There's so much in this conference. I mean, outside of Northwestern and Nebraska, I mean, there's a lot of good teams here. Uh, give me just kind of your pecking order. I mean, who's the best team and who's a team that you feel 
you know, we got to we got to look out. Is it Purdue? Is it Penn State? What What are you thinking about the Big Ten? Right now, I mean, I it's it's a great conference, and I don't want to slight anybody by saying this, but I feel like Michigan State is at a little bit of a different level right now. Uh, Cassius Winston is is out of his mind. He he's the best point guard. In, in the country, he's got so much big game experience. He's been through so many battles, and now, obviously, you know the the well well uh, publicized story about his brother, uh, you know, committing suicide, and then the off the court highs and lows he's dealt with. That kid is about as mentally and physically tough as you're gonna get. To have him as a leader is unbelievable. Uh, Tom Izzo as a coach, plus the talent they have, aside from those two I mentioned. I mean. Anything can happen, and, and there's a lot of good teams out there. But Michigan State is is really, really starting to look good. Yeah, no, they really are. Uh, everyone's starting to contribute. Uh, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Keep an eye on Purdue. Uh, they remind me kind of of Virginia last year. I think they have a lot of guys that are starting to pick it up. They'll get there offensively. They're a big group. They play great defense. Uh, but, yeah, the Big Ten's terrific. Uh, Wisconsin playing well, as I said. Uh, Illinois, uh, Ohio State will figure it out. Ohio State's one and three in conference, by the way, for anyone keeping track. Uh, not good. <laughs> Bad time to start playing poorly. David, uh, before we kind of just do a couple other things here, I, I want to kind of just delve into this quickly. Um, you have this uh, challenge you're doing with this random <laughs> guy. Um, now, and I got to ask you, because I know we all deal with these kind of people differently. Um, I sell picks, uh, you know, strike me for what you want. I don't care. It is what it is. Um, but then there are guys that don't sell picks and you, you, I don't, you don't, as far as I know, nope. have you ever sold picks nope. before? Or no, is that always something you've ever I, done? I mean, I, I dabbled with it briefly in uh, okay. in MLB and, you know, didn't really, you know, I didn't take and delve right back into the, uh, the waters of doing it for yeah. free and been there ever since. Yeah. So David, um, you know, kind of, I think, I think all of us kind of deal with, you know, these trolls differently. When when you sell picks, you know, you kind of have to, you know, you obviously have a, a job to do. But so you you had this guy, he, do you know this guy? Have you ever talked to him before? How did, how did this happen? And what, what do you got? What's, what are you going to do? Yeah. With so it, it's funny, man. You know, you get a, you get a couple, you know, retweets and, you know, these things start to get legs and, you know, you, you create a handle, and I'll get to that in a minute. But, yeah, man, the guy just came out of the blue. He came out of nowhere. I'd never had one interaction with him, positive or negative. Didn't know who the hell the guy was and just, just started, you know, trolling me and talking about how much money he's making, baiting my picks and this and that. And, and, and like, he was oh, a dog with a bone. Yeah, and, you know, at first okay. you ignore him. You know, maybe you give him a sarcastic comment, you know, and just assume he'll go away. You know, but it just like he's, he pop up day after day after day after day. Um, and finally, you know, it's like, okay, enough. <laughs> you know, you, you kind of you lose your cool. And I said something to him, not, nothing ridiculous, but something to kind of push his buttons a little bit. Um, and from there, he takes it to the, all right, well, you know, we're going to do a challenge, you know, 300 bucks. And I'm like, dude, I'm not going to deal with you the rest of the season for a $300 challenge. You know, like I don't want to make sure. you know make it sound like I'm big timing three hundred dollars. No, it's gonna deal with this guy. I get it. Right, I'm not gonna yeah. deal with this guy day in day out for three months for three hundred bucks. I said, dude, that's not worth my time. If if you, if you want to do this, we're gonna do it for fifteen hundred. You know, or, or we're not gonna do it. And long story short, he dicked around, you know, with excuses and bullshit and all kinds of, you know, I've I've been away having sex and I've been too busy having <laughs> sex in my bed. You know, all this, you know. 
just ridiculous. You know, he gets into, oh, you know, it's all going to be good. Money is in motion, you know, just like my bed was last night, you know, and all this kind of just weird shit. Um, so he said, like money. I said, the, he's, he's... yeah, ironically enough, you know, I, 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 uh, Joey Kanish, uh, Sports Cheetah, you know, uh, Preston, a couple of those guys started retweeting it. The thing kind of took on a life of its own. Everybody just assumed, okay, this guy, you know, he got roasted. It went public. You, get, you know, he, his 15 minutes of fame is over, and that's it. And everybody just kind of went on with their lives. Um, and then, yeah, about, you know, 1030 or so my time, past midnight for you guys, I, I catch wind from Preston. Like, holy shit, the guy paid. Like, <laughs> he paid. So I, I was shocked, but I, I paid my half, and, and we're going to battle. <laughs> How about that? So you're doing – Three picks every Saturday to the end of the tournament. Uh, may the best man win. Uh, I'll be looking forward to keeping track. <laughs> you know, I got I to gotta honestly say, and maybe you can make this happen for me, and he, we've talked about it before, but uh-huh. we've never been able to do it. I've challenged Preston to these, and he, he will not do them. I, and, again, Preston's a great handicapper. I, he's, it's not like he, I know he's busy, but – um, but yeah, those are, those can be fun, you know, especially if you, uh, you know, for, in your case, it's a troll and you can kind of shut them up. But, um, yeah, I know it's, it's right. interesting how much you, how, how much you deal with it. And I, we all deal with it. I've, I've kind of dealt with it in a different way. I kind of just, you know, kind of, you know, get at them like, you know, maybe you don't, I, I kind of just mess <laughs> with them, but, but yeah, right. no, it, it'll be interesting to watch. Um, I'm going to try to get this guy to call in right now. Would you want to talk to this guy if I could get him on? Oh my God! I that'd be funny as hell if you could. Um, let me know if you do, and I'll I'll come back and uh, shoot the shit with him a little bit. I'm trying to get him on right now, but I, I'm having trouble getting a hold of him. But um, but no, it's uh, it's fascinating. <laughs> I'm definitely going to mop up this guy. He's going to mop him up. Don't worry about it. I I would hope so. I, that I mean, shit. I <laughs> do not expect to lose. I'll put it that way. I'll be very surprised to lose. Uh, David, what team's been cashing for you this year? Gosh, I mean, I I haven't really had one, you know, that's been a cash cow for me. Um, not one you just, you know, I can one that's kind of reliable for you. Not not as of yet, you know. I have a couple teams I like to fade. Um, you know, I've been fading Duquesne a lot, um, with decent success. I've been fading them lately. Um, unfortunately, I've been fading San Diego State a lot with no success. Uh, thinking, you know, that the market maybe has them overvalued and, and they don't. Um, so more so, yeah, than teams I identify and, and play a lot, I, I kind of work it from the other way. You know, I find teams I think the market has rated too highly and, and I just fade them. Love it. Now you have a, you have a different approach. It's, it's always interesting to see who you're on. Uh, Dave, you got a couple of minutes. I got to take one little break here. We'll be right back. Is that all right? No sweat. Yep. All right, we'll be back right after this. Are you looking for fresh opinions on sports, sex, culture, food, and more? Well, it's time for you to go check out our friends at PubSearchRadio.com. From podcasts to blogs to live content and radio, live in the heart of San Antonio, PubSearch Radio provides plenty. They have terrific soccer, UFC, and niche topics, too. 
Leave it to me. Leave it to my opinion. The Big Men on Campus. I co-sign HubSportsRadio.com. And you can also check out people like me, Dottie Wrightside, Ski Profit, and more. Check out the newest in opinions in all the blog culture. HubSportsRadio.com. Back to the Don't Teaser Be Bro podcast. I am the big man on campus. We're here live on Tuesday, getting after it. We got David the man on the show. Uh, great college basketball handicapper, a lot of baseball, uh, all sorts of different sports. A little update down in Lubbock, uh, 37-31 Baylor, 10 minutes to go. And how about Virginia Tech? They've taken the lead, 24-11 in the second half. They've taken the lead on Syracuse. I just talked about how truly one-dimensional Virginia Tech was, but the threes yeah, started to rain in for them. They've yeah, yeah. pushed that up to seven, not to interrupt you. They've pushed that up to seven now. Impressive. Really impressive second half so far. I mean, the numbers, you know, they're starting to come in here. The threes are coming in. Cones hitting threes. Noli's hitting threes. Uh, really nice uh, second half so far for Mike Young's team. Uh, David, a uh, couple other things here. You know, what's something that, you know, do you have a situation? Do you remember a situation? What's one thing that you will not bet on? Like, what's one thing where you say, I'm just not going to bet on? Is there anything? Do you have, like, you don't bet on road doll, road favorite? Is there anything? I mean, I don't have, I don't have anything concrete like that, but there, there are plenty of things where, you, you know, 99 times out of 100, I'm not going to bet into it. Uh, for instance, you know, the massive letdown spot. You know, if a team pulls off a massive upset win, I don't mean a mild upset win. I mean, like, you know, your, your plus 700 money line kind of stuff, like a, real, like a real upset win, I'm probably not backing them in the next game. Um, you, you know, because a lot of times you're still on cloud nine enjoying that win, and maybe you ease up a little bit in practice. You, you know, you strut around a little more on campus the next day. Um, you know, and then the next game, it's, it's tough to bring, you know, that same intensity, you know, these, these are 18, 19, 20 year old kids and, uh, letdowns are real, you know, these aren't robots. Um, so yeah, after spots like that, you're hardly ever, ever going to see me back a team again. Do you bet any me, uh, MAC, David, uh, the Met, uh, the Metro Atlantic athletic conference, you ever bet that conference? I do. I do. Yeah. I'm, I, I told I'm a junkie man all, all the way down. Yeah, I do. I, I told a story uh, on last night's show to our guest about when I was in high school, I had this old school bookie in Philadelphia that he basically would, so let's say a team's minus 2000 on the money line. He would let me bet without putting the money up. So like he let me bet 500 on a minus 2000. Now, if it lost, I had to pay it, but he would let right. me, I wouldn't have to put the money up up front. And I remember right. I never bet the Mac again because on a Friday night there was, I don't know if you remember years ago, Iona had this guy named Scott Machado. It was like it was a good six, seven, eight. Yeah, it was a while ago, uh, and they yep. were a big favorite against uh, the Manhattan Jaspers. And I remember a friend of mine and I we were going in together. We thought we were the smartest people on earth. We like had this guy that was taking you know straight money line wagers, and we could just bet them, and we're never going to lose. 
So I remember we went to this Burger King, and I remember we bet, you know, it was a huge bet. We bet like $2,000 on it. And we had made a ton of right. money doing it. And we were kids at the end of the day. And I remember sitting there, right. and we were – we're eating and we're watching this score and, and it's just getting worse and worse. And from then on, I never felt the same way about the MAC, but I want to talk about one team quickly. And we've, we've touched on it before on this show, the St. Peter's Peacocks in a league that is not great. This is a league with, with not a ton of talent. There's not a ton of teams. that are going to over, oversaturate anything. No one's real great offensively. Keep your eye on St. Peter's. Have you been on St. Peter's at all? This is a great defensive team. Yeah, no, I have. They're, I mean, for lack of a better comparison, you know, they're kind of cut from the same cloth as, you know, your Virginia, Texas Tech type team. Um, it's not, you know, they're not going to win any beauty contests. Um, but, but they're going to ugly games up. And, you know, they're trying to beat you in, you know, the 66-60 kind of games. You know, they're not interested in getting up and down and trying to outscore you. Um, yeah, to steal a phrase from you from earlier in the show, they want to muddy the waters and get down in the trenches and, and just kind of beat you up a little bit. Yeah, no, they're a team to keep your eye on. They don't turn the ball over a whole hell of a lot. Uh, they have a great coach, Shaheen Holloway. I'm sorry, they uh, they turn you over a lot on defense. They're, they actually have to protect the ball a little bit better. They've not been good as far as keeping the ball in their hands. They've got to improve on that. But they're a good offensive rebounding team. Uh, they're a team to keep your eye on. That's open. once you get to conference tournaments, you know these books will start throwing out, uh, you know, conference tournament futures. And and I've hit a couple in those conferences. I had Long Island Brooklyn a couple years ago. There's some of those conferences can have some real nice value. Uh, before we go, David, um, any um any futures long term that you're buying in the in the market right now? Any team? You know, a lot of people have brought up Oregon. You know, people talk San Diego State, obviously with this undefeated, uh, you know, record, you know, is there a team out there kind of just waiting in the wings, Dayton, Butler, you know, West Virginia, do you have anybody that, that's kind of opened your eyes a little bit? Not, not too much as of yet. And, and for the following reason, and this is something, you know, that I, that I urge you and, and whoever's listening out there to kind of keep in mind too. A lot of these teams, like we've said, haven't really had too many, if any, true road yeah. tests yet. So a lot of these teams, I'm still, I, I, I don't know. You know, the jury is still kind of out. You know, I haven't seen them go on the road in front of 18,000 people and take a punch in the mouth to see how they're going to, you know, how they're going to respond. Um, you know, some teams, when they get hit like that, they kind of fold and they come apart. Other teams, they write themselves, they pop up, they show some toughness, you know what I mean? And they get it back on track. I feel like, you know, once you get into conference play, that's probably the toughest hurdle of the season. Like, what are you going to do the first time you get punched in the mouth? And, yeah, a, a lot of teams I'm, I'm waiting to see, you know, before I actually make any moves in the futures market. Yeah, as far as high-level road teams, uh, as far as big-time teams, your Southern <laughs> Methodist, 4-0 on the road. San Diego State, you've mentioned fading them. They're 4-0 against the spread on the road. Uh, Wichita, yep. they've been a nice story. They're playing well. Duke, uh, there are teams that have played some road games, um, and there are some teams that are – LSU's done a nice job. Uh, Stanford as well. Stanford's interesting. Keep an eye on them in the Pac-12. Uh, David, uh, before we let you go, just kind of tell the people, what do you do? Like, what do you have going on right now? You know, what you're kind of pushing. Do you do NFL? I don't think you do NFL, do you? And not very much. That's one of those I – I, I like to try to focus to where I'm confident I can help people. And, and I know in the NFL, you know, I, I, I'm no better than, you know, the guy down the street, you know, the guy working at the Home Depot, the 7-Eleven. I'm just a normal dude 
Um, and I've never had a ton of success in the NFL. You know, I can flirt with break even and, and I love watching games, but yeah, I, I can't help you too much in the betting market, unfortunately. You can find David on Twitter at David Demand too. Uh, David, what's the line on this uh, contest? Are you are you a real big favorite? You think? <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm gonna kind of let the people sort that out. It's it's funny you mentioned that, man. I created the little handle for the contest. Um, God, I, no more than you know three hours ago. Um, I don't know if you're by a computer. I'm not, but but I checked an hour ago and had like 700 followers within three hours, uh, within two hours. So I don't know. What the hell's going on? But but everybody's already talking about you know well, who's going to take bets, who's going to make lines, and it, it's taken on an identity of its own. All right. Well, here here's one thing. Here's how much I believe in you. Okay. And I'm <laughs> going to say this right now, and I want you to quote. You can quote me on this. If you lose <laughs> this contest, okay, I will uh-huh. donate five hundred dollars to a charity. That's how confident I am in you. I, I I respect that. I I hope it doesn't come to that, and I don't think that it will. But but that's a that's a very classy offer on your end, and and I know you're the kind of guy who will see it through if it gets there. That's how, and, it, and I will, and that's how confident I am in you. And I know this guy is just. I'm. Sur- <laughs> I, I got to be honest, man. I'm blown away. The guy sent you the money. I really am. I, I am. Too. I was sure. I, I could not I, believe it. I saw some of the behavior of this guy, and I was like, yeah, this guy's just blowing smoke. He's not serious. And then he sent you the money. Amazing. What, what kind well, of well, handicapper I mean, is this guy? Do you know anything about him? I, 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 I don't know anything about him, and it's it's funny. You, you know, you never know who's out there in the Twitter world. I mean, you know, you, I've got a lot of followers. You've got a lot of followers, and, and, and that's all fine and well. Who gives a shit at the end of the day? But my point is, you never know who's out there. So I've had guys like jumping into my DMs today like, oh, I, you know, this kid was in my dorm in college. You know, like I went to high school with that fucking kid. And it's like, <laughs> what a, you know, what a, what a weird, you know, like what a weird thing yeah. Twitter has become, you know, like you get this guy coming in out of nowhere. It turns into this, you know, shit storm that everybody's looking at. And, and yeah, you got people like, I know, you know, I knew that guy when he was 21, you know, I knew this guy when he was a fucking junior in high school. It's like, what the hell? <laughs> So yeah, it's it's wild, man. It's, you can't make you ever stuff think up. about you ever think about when you're older, like when you're you know I'm not talking about forty or fifty. I'm talking about like when you're you know you know retired, you're sixty, seventy years old. You ever think about like how you ever live your life without Twitter? Like I mean, not that I'm addicted <laughs> to it or anything, but like it, it's a fascinating place, man. It really is. It's, I mean, you I mean you look at Twitter and what the power it has. Like you have. And I'm not I'm not trying to get political, but you have world leaders like basically going back and forth to each other, like posting their country's flags to each other. Like you're talking about nuclear codes on on Twitter. Like it's a it's a fascinating place. It's it's a wild place, man. I mean, the the most powerful man on earth. You know, say what you want about the guy, but Trump is the president of the United yep. States. He's the most powerful guy on earth. The guy takes his morning dump and brings his phone with him and tweets from the shitter every morning. Like it, it's, it's unbelievable what it's become really. No, you're so right. You're so right. And and I'm talking, you know, gambling Twitter as well is, you know, there, I've met a ton of great people in gambling Twitter and I know, you know where I'm going with this, but I've met a lot of people that are just seemingly deranged people, like deranged <laughs> individuals. Like, like David last night, real quick before I let you go last night, it's of course, it's literally one fifty in the morning. It's late. 
I'm, I'm sitting and I'm, I'm watching, uh, I don't know what I was watching, uh, some stupid show, some documentary, and I get a phone call. It's block number three different times within a minute and a half. I don't answer. I, I, you know, I just normally don't answer. The only the only block call I answer is during the day because I do have a friend. Uh, he's like a brother. He's in jail, and they call from block numbers sometimes. But I know nobody's calling me at 150 that I need to talk to, so I don't answer. And I get a I get right. a I, I get a voicemail, and it's a it's a woman. Like I don't I'd never heard her voice in my life. Hey, I'm looking for Jeff. Can you call me back? And it's like <laughs> I know it's someone that got my number on Twitter, and they're trying to play a joke. But it's like. Where do, where right. do you even get my number? Where do you come up with this shit? Where does it come from? Uh, yeah, it's a weird it's, place, man. It, it, it is. I mean, before, and, and like I said, I know you got to move on. We'll cut bait in a minute. But, yeah, it's a weird place, man. Right before I came on the show, you know, there's a yeah. guy. I don't know if you saw the end of that Providence-Marquette game. Um, that, that was pretty wild. I had, I had Marquette second half, so they were down five at the half. I had them second half minus five. So, basically, I had Marquette pick. Um, anyway, they're up three and, you know, uh, AJ Reeves, Providence, you know, hits a three to force overtime uh, not a terrible beat, but anytime, you know, you, you pretty much got the game in the bag and a kid hits a three to force OT that that's tough to take. So anyway, I, I go to Twitter and I say, you know, 25% three point shooter sends the game to OT, you know, give me a break. And then some, you know, fanboy Providence guy jumps in 25% three point shooter. You know, don't you know, in high school, this kid was this, you know, and that and this and this yeah. and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, dude, like, what do you want from me? Like the, the guy shoots 25% from three. I don't give a shit what he did in high school. You're 25% three point shooter. And then he, Oh, you're the oh, yeah, he's fucking piece of, you, you know, it's like, are you kidding? Like why? You know, because I had, I, there's a player on your favorite team I don't think is very good. You know, you're the whiniest piece uh, of shit I've ever seen and this and that. Like, wow. I've said okay. before, <laughs> like, fanboy people are the worst. And, and I've taken it yeah. I've taken it a lot lately. I've I have this vendetta against like Tennessee football and some of these like really like these programs that think they're like way better than they actually are, you know, Michigan's in there and uh you know, certain other things, Nebraska, and you know, some of these people are just deranged people. You know, they they take it they take it seriously that you, <laughs> you know, like you don't you're taking out their guy and you don't like him. And, yeah, you know, AJ Reed is wild. not a computer. Yeah, you know, it's like I don't I don't like your team. I don't dislike your team. There's 353 college basketball teams, and most of them I don't like or dislike. You know, the kid is just not a very good player. You know, it's as easy as that. He's just not very good. And I happened to voice that, and, you know, you, you'd have thought, you know, that I called his wife, you know, every name in the book. It's it's wild. I'll tell you, man, This I'm reading this Swiss boy guy. I'm reading his uh, Twitter account. <laughs> this guy is some yeah. weird fuck, I'll tell you. What a fucking weird uh, this guy is. Some, some of the things I've heard about this guy today, like I said, he, you know, the dude who went to college with him, um, you know, yeah. the guy who went to high school with him. I've heard some weird shit about this guy. Um, and yeah, his, his Twitter, you know, history kind of backs it up. This, this dude is out there. <laughs> oh, it's, I'm, I'm actually surprised that you actually responded to this guy. He seems like a real fucking weirdo, man. Uh, you he, talk about, you know, he's he, out can't, there. <laughs> he can't, do, he can't do stuff cause he's having sex. I mean, this guy's a divergent guaranteed. I mean, this guy ain't having sex oh, anybody. Gotta be. I mean, you, you, you imagine being, you know, that guy's parents, <laughs> You know, like, I think this guy's man. all talk because, like, I, I've asked him to call in and he won't call in. Like, he, I know he's seeing the DMs, so he's just not calling in. Like, of course. I, I think and, he's and, just kinda... and, 
yeah, you're, you're getting a little taste of what he, you know, he was pulling on me for pretty much four days before he finally out of nowhere sent the money. But yeah, he was dicking me yep. around for four days, you know, with bullshit. I mean, you can see it. It's all there on the thread. Um, yeah. yeah. No, and yeah. I... You know, and that now it's the same shit, you know, he's pulling the same shit on you. Weird that he, I, I'm just blown away. He actually sent it, but David, the man, man, I'm looking <laughs> forward to seeing you beat this guy up. Hopefully you don't lose. That would be embarrassing. Uh, but that, it won't, yeah. uh, that value, <laughs> the value the handicapper though at all yeah it's it's a weird contest man i mean a lot of people have you know chimed in saying why the hell would you even do it the guy's eliminating six days from the week i don't know if it, you happen to catch that he he only wants it to be three saturday games um <laughs> so that makes it weird you, you know i mean it's not even like a you know a real handicapping contest it's like hey there's 120 plays every saturday we pick three of them it's like jesus you know like okay you know and monday through uh or sunday through monday yeah it, none of it even matters it's again just bizarre as hell yeah i'm noticing he just like calm he, he actually just says fade 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 i'm seeing that <laughs> yeah the, the guy who uh Quote, I'm getting rich fading your picks. It took him four days to uh, to scrounge up $1,500. Um, it's weird, too, because he stopped tweeting July 18th, and then he started tweeting again November 7th, and he's just been tweeting ever since. So I don't know where he – I mean, he must have got, like, some graduation money or something from his uh, graduation <laughs> from high school. Yeah, I, I don't know what's going on with the guy. I looked back, too, and uh, I mean – at the end of the day, the guy sent money, and I don't, and I'll, I respect him for that. But yeah, man, a, a strange, strange dude. Definitely is David the man. Good stuff, brother. We'll uh, we'll talk to you real soon. Uh, hopefully, your contest gets started on a high note. You can follow David on Twitter at David the Man Two. Where's that name come from, David? Are you the man? Uh, no, man. It's a funny story that that kind of caught on in high school. Um, you know, demand, you know, demand, demand. And, and it kind of became, a, you know, when you're 16, 17 years old, you get stupid yep. little nicknames like that. And it just, it just kind of sticks, you know, and here I am, you know, a grown adult walking around, you know, and, and even still a lot of my good friends to this day, you know, I'm, I'm not David. It's oh, demand, demand, demand. <laughs> you know what my nickname so, in high school was? Big man on campus. <laughs> no, actually, it was not. My mom gave me that name, and uh, I was okay. like twenty-two okay. or twenty-three. No, in high school, my nickname was Scarface. Why is that? Because I was just a bad motherfucker, you know. Uh, <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> no, big man. There it is. My mother gave. Me. Said, "Well, you're a big man, and you're on. You know, you do college stuff." I said, "Well, thanks, mom. That works out well." Uh, I, I like it. The man, I like it. You are dumb man have fun with the contest thanks for coming on and uh like i said don't forget if you lose i will donate to charity you you pick the charity uh you can post it i don't care uh we're in you got it man yeah sounds good uh thanks for having me on and yeah we'll, we'll have to do it again soon sounds good david uh have a great night brother talk to you soon you too buddy yeah David the Man joining us on the show. Uh, follow him on Twitter at David the Man too. An interesting follow, uh, and it'll be interesting to watch as he uh, takes on this uh, Twitter troll in a contest. All right, let's take one more break. Uh, we'll come back. We'll wrap the show up for tonight. Tomorrow night, the guys from Three Man Weave will join us. I'm not sure who's going to join us. 
I don't know if it's Jim or Kai or whoever. I don't know. We'll see. We'll figure that out. Uh, We will be back with you right after this. Are you looking for fresh opinions on sports, sex, culture, food, and more? Well, it's time for you to go check out our friends at PubSearchRadio.com. From podcasts to blogs to live content and radio, live in the heart of San Antonio, PubSearch Radio provides plenty. They have terrific soccer, UFC, and niche topics, too. Leave it to me. Leave it to my opinion. The Big Men on Campus. I co-sign PubSportsRadio.com. And you can also check out people like me, Dottie Wrightside, Ski Profit, and more. Check out the newest in opinions in all the blog culture. PubSportsRadio.com. College Hoops. It's time to wrap the show up. If you want to call in, you want to be the last call of the night, 515-605-9349, 515-605-9349 uh, to join me now. Got a couple minutes left. Uh, as I said, we got some new coaches in the NFL. Uh, Joe Judge going to the Giants, kind of an interesting hire there. Um, wide receivers coach for New England. Uh, didn't do real well with that group this year. Uh, they're looking also, I think, bring on uh, Kev or uh, Joe Jason Garrett, which is, I mean, talk about an interesting coaching group there. Uh, Matt Rule signs with the Carolina Panthers. No surprise there. Matt Rule is as good as it gets in the college ranks. Uh, I hear people saying he doesn't deserve it. Uh, Ugazi doesn't deserve it. He's been terrific. Uh, he's a leader. He's a leader of men. He's going to lead that team to some success again. And don't be surprised to see that Carolina Panthers back in the playoffs real soon. Got a good core there, pretty good defense. Got to figure out what they're going to do with the quarterback position. But you look at coming up here, I mean, you got some, you know, obviously you got a really good draft positioning. Uh, you, you can go out and make this team a lot better. Uh, you look at, you know, that draft position. I mean, seventh in you know, the NFL. I mean, that's right up there. They got to go out and address, you know, obviously the secondary. I, I think the secondary is important. You know, for a long time they've seemed to kind of forget about the secondary. Had a good season this year, uh, but you got to go out and kind of really up that position. James Bradbury in the final year of his deal. Um, you got to go out and get probably the best corner in the draft. Jeff Okuda will likely be there. Uh, he could be a guy you go after. You know, do you say? You know, you look at the quarterback position. You draft Will Greer last year. Uh, that really wasn't uh, something that, that was successful. You obviously don't think that Will Greer's going to be a guy to, to take it to the next level. Um, 
you know, you're kind of in a precarious situation. You know, Cam Newton, you would expect to come back and be the next, uh, the next, you know, the back to where he was. You know, Kyle Allen had some success. You already have a, a mainstay player in Christian McCaffrey. Matt Rule will have that group in the playoffs really, really quick. You can bet your bottom dollar on that. Uh, really a great situation to go to. Nice place to live. Uh, pretty good weather for the most part. So uh, I'm glad to see Matt Rule land on his feet. Uh, I'm glad he's just not uh, in these parts uh, coaching the Giants or something. Uh, Matt, go ahead. What's up, Jeff? Yeah, I wanted to get uh, just a quick opinion on – the NFL this coming weekend. Just wanted to hear some of your thoughts on some of these games. And then I wanted to talk just about a college basketball team or two. So. Okay. Who, who do, what do you have uh, in the but, NFL? Um, I mean, what are your thoughts on uh, this 49ers Vikings game here? Yeah. You know, the Vikings kind of start, they're kind of starting to look like a team that, that, you know, can maybe make a little bit of a run here. I mean, the big concern coming into the the season was, you know, could you get competent quarterback play? That was really the big thing. Uh, and they're getting it. I mean, Kirk Cousins is playing like a pro bowler this year. Uh, those receivers are terrific. You got a good tight end, a good offensive line with a great running back. I've said before, you know, I, I like San Francisco a lot. I thought they'd win the NFC West, but they seem like just kind of a year away to me. Uh, just my thought uh, you know they're going to want to run the football, which is something that Minnesota does a great job with defensively. Um, again, mm-hmm. as an underdog, I, I would look to back them here. Minnesota's playing really well right now. Uh, defensively, they've been good. And you look at on the road this year, this team's scoring over 26 points a game. Um, if I'm getting more than seven, I would look towards taking the dog. I said before, I think San Francisco's just kind of one year away. And you look at over the last couple of games for San Fran, I mean, haven't exactly been a shutdown defense, so I got some concerns yeah. about them this week. Uh, you know, are you going to get D Ford healthy? Is Jaquiski Tark going to play? Uh, you know, what what are the status of some of your defensive guys? So, yeah, I kind of like Minnesota yeah. in this game. Yeah, no, I agree with taking the points in this game. I am a 49ers fan. Yeah, D Ford is going to suit up. He's going to be ready to go. Jaquiski Tart is going to be ready to go, and then Quan Alexander will be coming back. So those are some nice, nice pieces to get back. But I think that yeah, taking the points would be the right play there. Um, and then I wanted to touch on one basketball team that I was watching over the weekend was the LSU Tigers, and I gotta say I really liked what I saw. And then when I go through their schedule. You know, they really haven't had any bad losses and they still they have that they have that chemistry with their point guard and and Mays, uh Skylar Mays and Javante Smart. Smart is one heck of a player. Um they've been able to, you know, get some big guys, you know, kind of back. I, I forget who who was it that was on there last year that they replaced as a big fella. That's great. Naz Reed, yeah. Well, when you go through their schedule, they don't really have any. I mean, they lost on the road to VCU. They lost to Utah State by two. Both of those games were close. They lost to East Tennessee State. We know that they're legit. And then they lost on the road to USC. Um, man, I got to say that I, I think that this team, when I was watching them against Tennessee, you know, I really liked Viscova, uh, you know, the new player for Tennessee, but man, yeah, that was a brutal, 
uh, first game for him going up against Mays, who is a ball hawking, ball hawking defender. Um, I, I like this yeah, I mean, group. I don't know. He actually played pretty well. He had 18 points. He had nine turnovers, though, which is a kind of an issue. I mean, they bounce back tonight, though, get a win, Tennessee. Yeah, I, I think the big thing is, and our guest touched on it, I mean, you, you kind of look at the road stuff. I mean, you have just one road win on the season, and it was against Tennessee. It was kind of in a, you know, we we all know they're, they're kind of issues right now with, with getting healthy mm-hmm. and, and finding replacements. But, yeah, I, I think they're really legit. I think Wednesday, you know, tomorrow night's going to prove – uh, really interesting against a really good Arkansas team, a team that, you know, over the years has not been a particularly good uh, road team. So I think, you know, it's just about continuing to pass the test. The, the problem that Arkansas is going to have is you know, Arkansas doesn't, you know, their their great defense comes in the three-point line. You know, LSU is a team that want to get wants to get to the hoop. Um, I've seen Arkansas struggle on the road this year, and that's a great spot to back LSU probably tomorrow night. Uh, but, yeah, I agree with yeah. you. They're a good team, LSU. They, they don't have any depth, though, which is a problem. They're also a really uh, young team. I mean, they're one of the youngest teams in the country, uh, just not a yeah. ton of experience. And, you know, you, you look at Will Wade. I mean, if you remember, he wasn't there last year in the, the SEC tournament really either with, with his uh, issues uh, off the court. So, yeah, I mean, LSU's in a pretty good spot tomorrow night, but I'll be interested to see how they continue to play on the road. Yeah, I wonder if backing overs, going back to some SEC overs, is interesting for them. I mean, they they really do put the ball in the hoop. They they do do a lot of one on one type of play with Smart, but it seems to it seems to work out for them. And and uh, yeah, it looks like a good team. And then I guess I'll just leave it as I still, you know, Arkansas. They went on the road and they mopped up against the Hoosiers you know I'm I'm here in Indiana and I just think that this IU Hoosiers team is is pretty bad and uh, I think that if if anyone just wants to blindly fade that team you'd probably come out profitable by the end of the year so yeah I mean you know they're struggling a little bit lately uh by the way breaking news uh into the show there, there are some weird things going on in Iran right now uh we have airstrikes by the Iranian uh government there's been an earthquake in southern Iran, and a plane uh, carrying 180 people has also crashed in Iran. A weird night, uh, an early morning in that area of the world. What is going on in Iran right now? Uh, it seems like everything bad has went on over the last six hours. It's not funny. I don't mean to laugh, but um, no. I don't know what the hell is going on in Iran. It sounds like war is upon them. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, sh- sh- shame, shame. Uh, for sure, but uh, good stuff, Matt. Yeah, as far as Indiana's concerned, uh, yeah, I, I, you know, they're not playing yeah. well. Uh, they don't, they get to Tough the foul line, which I like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just, they just don't have. I mean, Fennessy, yeah, he's a somewhat of an intelligent player, but he doesn't do a whole lot for me. Um, their guard play, Green, he is so hot and cold. If if he's hot, he's really hot. If he's cold, he's really cold. Obviously. Uh, Davis is, you know, he's their best player, but he's really young. Man, I mean, it looks like they've got some walk-on type of talent on this squad, and, and it's just, it's really, really not going to be a, an easy road for them. Like, I'll definitely be looking to fade against, you know, like the likes of Rutgers, things like that. Their next game, I believe, is against Nebraska, so maybe that'll be the last one where I kind of just wait and see, but. Man, I don't know. This it just don't look that good, and 
And I tell you what, that Assembly Hall crowd, it's not all what it's cooked up, cooked up to be. You know, they, they do, they've done a, a really poor job there. Of, um, a, lot of, a lot of students have called, you know, to try and have the alumni seats kind of taken away so they can get a full section in there. They're just really stuck in this one little area. I don't know. It's, it's, not, it's not the most difficult place to go play. So. By the way, I'm, yeah. I'm seeing this as well. I mean, what, what makes uh, this Virginia game I had tonight even more nauseating is it, their leading scorer, Derek Thornton, didn't play either. I mean, what, what a disgrace. I mean, that is awful. I mean, this just goes to show you right now that it's like, I mean, what do you do? I mean, so yeah. Derek Thornton is leaving. I mean, basically he leaves Duke, leaves USC, comes to Boston College. He's playing well. Doesn't I didn't even notice that until just right now. What the fuck went on tonight from Virginia? What a joke. Uh, you know what it was? What I an, watched the whole game and it was it was um you know who was getting kind of bodied was uh their point guard, their small point guard. Is that Clark? Yeah. Clark Clark was getting taken to the rack by a bigger guard and he really had he couldn't stop it, man. They were going into him all the time. And, and But other than that, they just looked sporadic on offense. Um, you know, Diakite, he, he got into foul trouble. The, there, not even a full minute had gone off the clock, and he had two. And, and I mean, that was, that was this really is am- tough. I mean, this is amazing. And, and, Matt, good call, man. Thanks, brother. Uh, you, you look at – you look at this game, okay? Boston College started three freshmen, a sophomore, and a junior, and beat the best defensive team in the country and scored 60 points. I mean, and Boston College didn't have their two best players, Popovich and, and Thornton. It's amazing. Fascinating. But you don't bet road teams. And I am not anymore. A couple updates here. Um, looks like Virginia Tech is going to win, barring a miracle here. Uh, that game goes over the total. Uh, close game in Lubbock, 53-50. Baylor with about uh, 24 seconds to go. Uh, and uh, Texas Tech has the basketball. So we'll see uh, what goes on there. Uh, also, um Utah State has just tipped off with uh, with Air Force. And how about Villanova? What a second half for them. They're winning out of Creighton, 62-59. And they're going to get the win here. Uh, three seconds to go. Amazing stuff for Villanova. A 37-26 second half. And they come to play. Jay Wright said something at halftime. Impressive stuff. But that's it for me. I'm out of here. Kind of a jumbled show uh, after David left. We had him on a little late, uh, but we'll be back at it tomorrow. We'll have a, uh, another great show planned for you here. Uh, if you're enjoying the show, let me know you're enjoying it. Uh, I appreciate it. I enjoy you uh, all listening and, and giving a call and hanging out with me every night. Uh, if you're out there, you want to ask a question or get at me, you can follow me on Twitter, at Jeff Nadu. You all have a great night. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Uh, we'll be here tomorrow, Wednesday night. we got the three-man weave joining us, uh, some of the great uh, college guys out there. You all have a great night. We will see you later. Hey, you're on.